Hey everybody, welcome to our first ever Extra Big Thursdays. This is the day where I check back in with you guys and answer whatever questions you have on social media. These questions can be about absolutely anything. They can be about a previous guest. They can be about a previous episode. They can be about me personally. They can be about my opinions through the world as we go along on this little blue pebble. Anything you guys want. I'm so excited. This is another way for us to connect with you guys. And thank you for being a part of it, guys. We just launched on Monday. Isn't that so exciting? This is a brand new experience for all of us. We all get to create this journey together and create this amazing show. So let's just get right into it. I've gotten a couple social media questions before the launch, and here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to answer some questions. All right. NHEN30, which I think means Nick Henderson. How do I go about spreading body positivity in a world saturated by media, forcing us to look a certain way while trying to stay in tune with my unique self? That's a real good question, Nick. Being your most authentic self, being your most unique self is the way to do it, to really shine through in this world. Being body positive has been very important to me. And the whole point of being body positive is being happy with who you are in the moment, not 30 years from now, not after you go through a bunch of diet and exercise, not after you bulk up, not after you slim down, not after you dye your hair, not after you do all of these crazy things. It's about making yourself happy with who you are in this very moment because who you are in this very moment is amazing. You're an incredible person. We're all incredible people. You don't become, you're not beautiful because you look like everybody else. You're beautiful because you are unique. You are your own unique and authentic self. As far as how to make sure you're coming across as your own unique and authentic self, just don't conform to society's standards. Do what standards work well for you. Society might want you to have a six pack and you might realize, I don't want that. I know everyone else thinks that's important, but to me, that's not important. Just live with that truth. It's not a bad thing to be happy with the way you look. We, we live in a society where people spend every second of every day marketing to you products to improve yourself because who you are isn't good enough. And I think what is amazing about the body positive movement is it's just saying that you're enough. It's saying that you're already there. It's saying that who you are in this moment is the best you. It takes a long time to let that sink in. It takes a long time to remember that. But hopefully through not just this podcast or through community boards, but really through living your life every day, you can truly see that you're an incredible person. I think that answers the question. I hope, Nick. I hope it does because I think you're an incredible person wherever you are. Jordan Elizabeth Art at jordan.elizabeth.art. Did you ever consider yourself an ugly duckling? And what was the turning point in your body positive journey? Um, yeah, I totally thought I was an ugly duckling. I still think I'm an ugly duckling in a little way. <laughs> That's another thing about body positivity. It's okay to have insecurities and self-doubt. It's about living with them and recognizing them and understanding them. A little tack on to the last question. Yeah, I grew up never finding myself attractive. In any way, shape, or form, I never found myself attractive. I always thought I was too big. I always thought I was too ugly. And it wasn't until college that I started feeling better about myself. I went to a school, one of my couple schools. I was figuring life out, guys. I almost did marine biology. Then I went into theater, and now I'm a model. 
life happens. Um, it, but when I was in my theater school, the American Academy of Dramatic Art, I had a director in one of my plays who had to pull me aside and say, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, what do you mean? I'm just doing the scene. He goes, no, you're hiding yourself. And I, I didn't know what he meant. He goes, why are you holding back so much? And I made up some excuses about the character and whatnot. And he goes, no, no, no. I think what happens is you're afraid to be the big guy. And he goes, and no one had ever said it that bluntly to me before. He goes, you're afraid of what people think of you being the biggest guy in the room. And I want you to understand that people want you to be the big guy. People are happy that you're the big guy. You're the one that has an issue with you being the big guy because of whatever judgments you are putting on yourself, you're hiding yourself. You need to claim who you are, claim that you're the big guy, and move forward with that. That, to me, was a very fundamental building block in my life, being able to really recognize that, for one, I was hiding myself for years, and for two, that I was the one that had these issues with being such a big guy. And, and of course, there were stereotypes from society and some shitty teenagers that made me feel bad about myself growing up, but really, a lot of it was internalized. I hadn't taken what the media was saying, what bullies were saying, and internalized it so deeply that I was holding myself back. And that was a huge turning point in my life when this director, his name is Brad, he's amazing, just really kind of cracked me open like an egg emotionally and really made me claim my size. Now, I had to go on forward to get more comfortable in my looks and modeling and all this, but at the American Academy is where I really learned to claim and love my size. So... Yeah. Thanks, uh, Jordan. I thought that was a good question. T-Dog Girl X at T-Dog Girl X. When are you going to model underwear? Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't know all these questions would be about me, but apparently they are. Well, T-Dog Girl, soon is the short answer. Uh, I think it's really important that I do do underwear shoots because as someone who's trying to lead the men's plus community, I really have to take my dictation from the women's side. Now, curve models are expected to do underwear and lingerie bar none. They are expected and they bear their souls and they bear their bodies and they make incredible, beautiful works of art by doing underwear, lingerie, and nude shoots. It's only fair to myself, to modeling, to those other women, and to this movement that I do the same. The most I can say on it, because it's a little secretive at the moment, is keep your eyes peeled for some time very, very soon. Maybe, you know, within the next seven days soon. But who knows? Maybe you can just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, <laughs> okay. April Tiger 23. What is your dream vacation? That's a good one. Uh, my dream vacation would be to go to Ireland, I think. I've never been to Ireland. Um, my mom's Irish. According to her Ancestry.com DNA test, she's actually 91% Irish. I'm pretty sure she can apply for citizenship. Uh, we, were, we were having an argument about that at the dinner table. I think she can become a citizen. Uh, her heritage is so strong, which is awesome. I'd love to go. I'd love to go connect with my ancestors. I'd love to see the beautiful countryside. I've been seeing pictures of Ireland for years, and I'm a big old Game of Thrones fan, so I've been seeing that side of Ireland as well. I think it's time. I think my dream vacation would for me and my wife to go to Ireland, rent a car, go through all the villages, go through all the towns. My mom's family is from Galway and Roscommon. I'd like to go there first and hit Dublin and hit Cork and just go all 
around Ireland. I think that's what I would do. I think that's a good one. I think that's, if I was going to have a dream vacation, I think that's a pretty good dream vacation. Now, let me, there's been a question that has come up multiple, 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 multiple times. So I'm going to attack this now. At Young King Focused asked, how do I break into the industry as a 6'6 model myself? And I'm going to go a little broader with this and talk about how it is you can break into the big and tall, brawn, plus size male modeling world. Actually, some of these tips will also invite to just breaking into the modeling world in general, whether you want to do curve modeling or straight modeling or whatever you want. I was very lucky. I was discovered. There's finger quotes around discovered, but I don't know if you can see them because you're listening to this audio, Lee. And because of that, I learned a lot of this after the fact. What is important above all else to get discovered as a model is to have an Instagram. I know it seems very cliche and straightforward, but you need to have an Instagram. I was discovered on Instagram. Lots of people were discovered on Instagram. Gotta have yourself an Instagram. You have to make this Instagram public. You cannot have a private account. No one can see it because no one's gonna request to see you. I don't think Ivan Bart, president of IMG Models, would have clicked request, he would not have picked to request to join a private account. He would have just never seen it. You need to give people a chance to see you and to see your work. Next, take yourself seriously. If you're a model, you're a model. And the same with being an actor. If you're an actor, you are an actor. The same as being a musician. If you're a musician, you're a musician, which means you have to do the thing you say you do. You can't just say you're a model and say you're going to go start modeling. You have to do it. Now, I know you're like, oh, Zach, well, I'm not going to get a job with Target or whoever by just doing it. So what you do, find a friend who has a camera. Don't have to spend any money. Just find a friend who has a decent camera that likes to do stuff. Go out and have fun and do photo shoots with him and wear different outfits and try different poses and practice and look back at the film and go, hey, this worked this didn't work. This outfits don't flatter me this way. This angle works better. Keep an eye on it. And then get another friend who's a photographer or hire a photographer. You can hire one for not the craziest amount of money. A lot of people are, it's called doing a test. You can request a photographer you like and say, hey, would you be willing to do a test with me? Most of the tests will cost you, most will cost you money. Very few photographers will do a free test because this is their livelihood and they deserve to get paid for it, frankly. You can schedule a test with a photographer from anywhere from probably $200 to $1,500, depending on who it is. And I know you're like, holy crap, Zach, I can't spend $1,500 on a test. Neither can I. I totally get it. But that's what they'll cost. I think it's important to go on Instagram, follow photographers you like in your area, and talk to them and start opening a dialogue and see if you can be willing to do stuff. And you need to build yourself a portfolio. Put this whole portfolio on Instagram and just put yourself out there. It is so important to put yourself out there and it is so important not to sit around and wait for work to happen, but to create your own work. You don't have to be modeling for a clothing brand. You can do a photo essay of your own design and your own choosing and your own artistic vision that can help you get recognized. And I think it's very important to do that. And just believe in yourself. The whole world is, is looking to look down on you. The whole world wants to make you feel terrible about yourself a lot of the times. Or at least it feels that way. 
It's not the whole world. Most of the world I choose to believe is loving and good. But there's a lot of people and a lot of trolls who are going to beat you down. And you have to believe in your heart that this is what you were meant to do. And this is what you can do. And just feel worthy. Know you're worthy. Know you're worthy of this. Know this isn't a pipe dream. Know it's something that you might be able to do yourself. And be malleable. And if it's, you never know what's going to happen, guys. I can't guarantee that you'll get a job as a paid model. But I can guarantee you're going to get a couple people to start to notice you if you do these couple things. Even if they're just followers on the internet, they're human beings. They're amazing. Connect with them. Learn, laugh, love, grow. And it'll be a fun time. I hope that helps in any tiny way possible. <laughs> Let's see. Amy Arkeel. A-R-K-H-I-E-L. Amy Arkeel. If you could have one superpower, just one, emphasize just one, what would it be? Pretty straightforward. I've had this same idea for a superpower since I was a wee lad. I would be able to stop time, but I can move around within the stopped time. So I'd be able to be like, ah, freeze, and time would stop, and then I can go and mess with you and like take the coffee cup out of your hand and put it somewhere else and be in a different part of the room. But I think it's the most useful superhero thing ever. I can pretty much travel instantly. Sure, I might have to walk or take a car or whatever, but if I'm able to stop time and then I can go to California to you, the rest of the world, it looks like I magically teleported instantly. I could stop any crime, any shooting, any anything that terrible starts to happen. I just pause time and stop it. I think it's I think there hasn't been any like really big superheroes with that power because, you know, it solves every problem. <laughs> I feel like you, there's nothing you can't do if you can just freeze time itself. I'm sure now again, I my comic book knowledge is limited. So I am positive there are other superheroes out there like this that do this, but uh I don't know any of them. So there. That's what I would do. All right. At Zerg underscore A underscore Martinez asks, did I grow my beard naturally or did I apply something to my face to make it grow? It's natural. It, it's, it's my beard. I've been able to grow it fully since college. I wasn't always able to grow it fully. If you look back at pictures of me in high school, I had a sweet chin beard where I just had like, it was like the bottom half of a goatee, but not like I couldn't grow the mustache to connect it. So I just had this like wad of, it was like the largest soul patch you can imagine. If a soul patch could expand to take up your whole chin, that's what I looked like in high school. But yeah, I, I guess I have good facial hair genes. My dad always had a mustache and a beard and my uncle had a big beard and my uncle on my mom's side. Actually, my mom's side can't grow facial hair. So I guess I lucked out. I got my dad's side. I got the hairy Slavic side. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm sure there are products out there if you want to grow your beard. But uh, that's the end of this question because I can only talk about my beard for so long. My final question for this week is a doozy. So Deline Dennison writes in, Hello, Zachary. This is my son, Sean. She gave me a picture of Sean. He's a very, very handsome boy. Sean used to model for Ford. He was in V-Man magazine in Paris. He was photographed by Karl Lagerfeld. Sean got sick with diverticulitis. Sean, I'm very sorry. However, he is doing much better and is ready to get back in the industry. I'm very happy to hear that. He's having a hard time getting noticed, and I can see it's stressing him out. As his mother, there is nothing more I want than to see him and all of my children accomplish their dreams. 
What good advice can I give him? Should I tell him no one ever has conquered their dreams by giving up? Or should I tell him it's time to focus on something else? Your advice is greatly appreciated. This question I think is important because we've all felt it's time to give up. And we've all felt that we just can't keep sticking to it. I know I've felt that way. I feel that way on a regular basis still today. It's something you'll have to deal with. First off, Sean, I'm so glad you're feeling better. You do have a great look and you can definitely model. There's no question about it. But let's talk in deeper things. This must be incredibly discouraging to come from a place where you were being successful and now it's harder to keep that same level of success. You might feel like it's time to give up. Giving up is a difficult thing to do. And I don't think anyone should give up. I think the idea of giving up is damaging to your psyche. What do I mean by that? Life happens. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what turn our lives are going to take. We don't know where our successes will come from. We don't know if we're going to get sick like you did with diverticulitis. We don't know what's going to happen. So much in our life is uncertain. Why would we imply our own certainty on ending something we love, on ending something we dream? It's okay to revisit things. It's okay to go back. I want to be in film. I, wanna be, I wanted to be an actor since the first time I stepped on stage when I was like 13 or 14 years old. I struggled a long time in New York, not a long time compared to others, seven years, trying to make it as an actor. I finally started making little things and having one or two lines on TV, nothing else big. But then it stopped again, and I wasn't getting any work, and I couldn't understand why, and I felt like giving up. And I'm doing way less of it now than I did before, but I didn't give up. The dream will always be there. I always know it's something I'm going to do one day. I know that it might not be something I'm going to do right now or within the next year or anytime soon, but when I'm older, in 10 or 15 years, I know for a fact I'm going to play everybody's dad on every Disney Channel cartoon, on every sitcom, on everything. I'm going to be there being the actor I've always dreamed of. I realize that because it might not be happening in this very instant doesn't mean it will never happen again. I learned that doubting myself was going to guarantee that it never happened. Believing in yourself is one of the hardest things we can do as people. There are so many people around the world that don't want us to believe in ourselves, so it gets hard trying to keep up this brave face and push forward. But it shouldn't be a brave face. You have to authentically believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. I know that sounds fluffy, and I know it sounds like something you've heard a long time, and it took me a long time to find the deeper truth in some of these cliche sayings, but they've been around for a million years because they're true. If you start doubting yourself, everyone else is going to doubt you. If you sit around and wait for a big break to happen, it's never going to. It is so important to take everything into your own hands. If you want to keep modeling and you want to be a model, you need to make it happen. Now, you need to be open and you need to not take things as failure. You need to not take things as defeat. Everything that happens to you is a learning experience. It's a lesson that you can take something away from. How do I fix this? How do I move forward? What can I come up with to push me farther the next time? I think failure is amazing. I think you need to fail. I think you need to fall on your face and you need to fail better. Each time, you'll fail a little better. You'll get a little closer to where you want to go. You'll fail still, but you'll hit just this much closer to the finish line. And if you stick with yourself, 
and you believe in yourself and you stay authentic to yourself, I think you're going to make it. You're a good-looking kid, Sean. Thank you for writing in, Deline. You're an amazing mother. Thank you, guys. Guys, thank you. This has been our first Extra Big Thursday. If you want to hear your questions asked at our next Extra Big Thursday, reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, or on our Facebook page, Big Things with Zach Miko, Facebook slash Big Things Pod, or at our website, bigthingspod.com. Guys, thank you for being a part of this. I hope you like these Q&A Thursdays. We're going to try to get them to you every Thursday to tide you over to our next episode. Our next episode coming up is Noel McNeil, Jim Henson puppeteer, and Bear in the Big Blue House himself. It's going to be a great, fun episode where we get to learn all about puppetry, all about show business, and how... This little kid in Harlem grew up to be one of the greatest puppeteers of all time. If you guys enjoyed this or enjoy our full episodes, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening to this. You really have no idea how much it helps us bring you better content and a better show. Thank you for being a part of this. Now, everybody, go out into the world and do big things.